Well, we were uh, looking forward to this uh, version of uh, Just Another Sports Podcast. We were getting set to talk movies. And then at the last possible second, our, our guest, Jason Fraley, had uh, had something come up, and then we'll have to push him back again. So Yeah, uh, I think his workload is uh, going to gonna, gonna um, decrease a little bit next week because he's going to end his his big project of, of picking all these, all right. ranking all these movies. We should, probably, we should probably stop promising all these guests because yeah. usually we keep, they, we keep having to push them back. So. Yeah, tune in next week when we have Jeff Perlman. <laughs> Well, so, the logistics of like getting four people's schedules lined yeah. up is almost, and, and especially when everybody else, when everybody has different things going on. And Jason, we should say, is the film critic for uh, WTOP uh, Radio in in, in in Washington and so, their website. Yeah. So we'll so we'll see how this goes. Uh, we'll we'll see how long we could we could uh, we could we could talk. Uh, welcome in. Everyone. Well, we kind of make it quick as Colin and I have got a date. At That's Applebee's. Right. Yeah, that, I wasn't, Applebee's. that I wasn't invited to. Two Applebee's. An awesome date at Applebee's. So <laughs> I want my baby back, baby. Back. Do they have, I don't know, I'm, I'm doing something now. I'm doing an exclusionary diet currently where I'm not eating anything is with this, milk in it. Is this the keto? This, I don't know what the, no, it's an issue I'm having. Is that this I'm, the lactose intolerance? I'm cutting <laughs> milk out of my diet for two weeks. So I wonder if Applebee's has anything without it's, milk uh, in it. Their, their, their number one ingredient to their steak is milk. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised at how what milk, milk is literally in like I everything. I believe that, yeah. Not in beer, though. It's yeah. not. And at the risk of burning a bridge with Applebee's ever becoming a sponsor on this podcast. No, how dare you? I'm not sure I'm really missing out on, on, oh, an, my on, goodness. on an Applebee's date with Josh and Colin. So. <sighs> But uh, welcome in, everyone. Just another sports podcast. No, Greg Swatek. <laughs> Colin Get McGuire. Out. Josh Smith. Um, so I had a couple of NFL topics uh, to discuss with you guys as the season approaches a little okay. less than two weeks away. I just came across something on Pro Football Talk where the owners, again, are, are bringing up this idea of, a, of an 18-game uh, schedule because everyone, including the owners and Roger Goodell, hate the current preseason format but they're unwilling to give up the money and the revenue generated from having two preseason home games mm -hmm. so so they're floating again the proposal of uh an 18 game season that would probably be immediately shot down by the players association because you can, i mean how can you preach player safety and expose guys to two more games that count but one of the ideas i saw floated on pro football talk was uh, they go to the 18 game schedule but players are only allowed to play 16 games max so, like, the idea that – the example yeah. that Josh brought up, like, if you're the Patriots, like, Tom Brady's not going to be your quarterback for two games. So, you can, you can only – so, the guys are playing the same number of games, but, but you have two more games that count. So, um, is this uh, even remotely feasible? I don't like that at all. Do you, Josh? No, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't I pull stars, can. like, yeah. quarterbacks and tell them you got to sit two games. The, the league wouldn't – the league would never go for that. Yeah. I don't think they would. I can't imagine that yeah. happening. The, 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 you don't – I mean, the players, I mean, you would – can't imagine the players liking it. Can't imagine the league likes it. Can't imagine the television studios no, like not. it. Right. Right. Well, mm -hmm. the idea was it, it it provides guys with opportunities that they ordinarily wouldn't have. Uh, uh, creative minds would be would 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 um, have to use guys. That, I mean, they yeah. have to get creative basically uh, with, with how you run your team and, and and structure plays and stuff like that. I don't know. So. From what I, from what I've heard, if they expand the season by two games in the regular season th there has to be m more money made available to the players like whatever uh, th their percentage of profits needs to be increased and therefore they can sign bigger contracts or they can do something to change their contract structure so they can get more um 
I don't, I don't know, I don't know exactly how they would do it, but you'd have to think more money would be involved for the players before they would agree agree to anything in terms of extending the season. No. Yeah, that makes sense, but at the same time, I don't think money's the issue. Do you? Like, well, I, for I don't the know. players, I bet for it the, is. But if at, they're going to say, if they're going to say, you got to play two more games and risk your health for two more games, they're going to say, what are we getting? Well, but the whole idea. See, this goes back to I think what Greg initially said too. If the if we're, we're going to preach player safety and then do this and say, hey, we're going to put you in more danger, but we're going to pay you more. That's a bad look for the league. But they're cleaning the game up. You I, haven't gone through this season yet. We don't I, know how the, the helmet rule. Right? We don't know how this helmet rule is going to shake out. Whether guys are going to start hitting differently. How injury the injury statistics are going to shake out. I mean, make say make, it cleans it up. It, it's going to be flag football before too long, and that's, oh, I've that's said, I, yeah. Eventually, I don't know. We're not going to get to that point. That's what you hear everybody say. But eventually, I swear to God, you're going to see red jerseys on quarterbacks. Oh, you they're, they're not going to be, to be allowed to be t- taken to the ground. It'll be one of those things. That's not football, then. I, right? Yeah, but I, they I, want I, to protect the, those quarterbacks. The league won't exist because it won't yeah. be a popular form. People will stop watching. It's such yeah. a quarterback yeah. league in mass. I don't know why, but the idea of more more money to me does. It's a non-starter when I think of the players. I could be wrong, but for two extra games, what? So what? What do you think that that equals out to? What do you, you know, like, would that be, here's a couple extra million dollars. They, I don't know that that really moves the needle a lot for them. What do you think? Greg? I mean, so here we are in the middle of the preseason. What is the solution to this preseason? It's easy to say, eliminate two preseason well, games or, or however many preseason games, but that would equally be a non-starter for the owners who are saying, well, well we, 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 we could rip off fans by charging them well, full, how about, full price for two games that don't count. Okay. So. Another option I've heard is, is cutting it to three. And then, and then making giving each team um, uh, joint practices or whatever one joint practice with another team that they could whoever's at home there would be able to charge admission to or something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think the owners would balk at that again. It, it, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a safety issue for the players. It's a money issue for the owners, and 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 I think both sides are very are very far apart. So. I don't see how any of it changes. Yeah, like I I, I can't don't. imagine going away from a seventeen week regular season, sixteen game regular season, and you know, at the risk of it being flag football or putting a red jersey on quarterbacks, which. If that's what's going to happen, that's what's going to happen. But I, I don't think the answer lies in let's take away more games or let's give them more games. I don't think that I, that. I agree. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that nothing changes. Yeah. <laughs> except this. Is this all lip service saying, "Oh, we're outraged by the I think so. We talk about this every year. We right. talked about it last year. But what's going to happen is, and you're already seeing it. The Rams, for instance, said Todd Gurley, "Yeah, you're not playing." Yeah. Or uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers in that third preseason game, "Yeah, you're not playing." Yeah. The starters are just not going to play. Yeah. That's what it's going to. They're going to. They're going to play yeah. less and less and less and less in the preseason because these these the owners and the head coaches they need to protect their their investments, uh, investments their mm-hmm. their star players, and they'll just stop playing. Them. So 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 you're basically telling the fans, hey, tough. You're you're buying season ticket holders. You're buying these preseason yeah. tickets, and no one's going to play. <laughs> well, the, I mean, the, it's the coach's decision, essentially, right? Yeah. It's not like it's not like the owner can tell the coach. Well, I guess the owners can tell the coaches that. But well, it's like in has, the NBA. It's the Greg Popovich yeah. rule, you know? I mean, they they have 82 games, and he'll sit. People in Cleveland who get to see the Spurs only once a year, they the Spurs come in, he sits Duncan, he sits Parker, he sits Ginobili. Like, that you, That was a thing. He kind of started that. Why? Why couldn't it move to the NFL? You know, I don't know why it wouldn't. I mean, yeah. it, well, it, just the, I mean, it, just because the fans end up 
holding the bag and they're and they're the they're well, the lo- they're the losers in all this and, the, and well, they're, they're the losers and, in the NBA and, 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 and they're, yeah. they're, your, they're your paying customers. Well, I mean that's the thing. Is, is the NFL willing to live with any backlash or I mean because ultimately fans probably aren't going to turn away from the NFL because right. because they're, they're forced because they're, they're forced to buy a preseason exactly. Game, so. They're still going to get to see those regular season games. The only reason you go to a like you're not going to the preseason to uh, I got to see how Joe Flacco looks. No, you're going to see. I got to see if Joe Flacco doesn't get hurt. Like, I got to go cross my fingers right. to hope these guys don't get hurt. And meanwhile, like, that's the only reason you're going. And to meanwhile, the game. you're paying full price to, to, to do it. That, that, that's, right. why the, that's why the fans are upset. It's so odd to me because every year there's this confluence of stories when it comes to the NFL that this is the reason this league is in trouble. You know, television ratings are down. You have the anthem stuff, you have the player safety stuff. There's always these stories to suggest that the NFL is five seasons away from drastically losing its fan base. And what happened last week? The Browns preseason game was. Was like the most watched thing on television all week. It was a five nothing thriller yeah. too, right? Like so, like this is we talk about this all the time. We're not the only ones who talk about this, but the NFL's fine. It's not they're going gonna, anywhere. They're gonna be fine yes, no matter what happens. Yes, participation in high school football has decreased again sure, yeah. for the second or third or fourth whatever year in a row. It doesn't matter. Doesn't the matter NFL is all. going nowhere. But where is it de- decreasing? Like in the in, probably in suburbia where where there's lots of other where, options where right yeah suburban moms are saying no my son is not playing right yeah. and, and as long as you're going to dangle huge contracts in front of talented kids that come from underprivileged backgrounds football is probably going to survive yeah it's so. fine the nfl is fine football is fine i all this stuff this talk you can tell we don't have a show this week because we opened with this <laughs> that's <laughs> Well, can we please talk about Tiger Woods? Can we please talk about Tiger Woods? Yeah, I, I was thinking about doing an hour on Tiger Woods. I think you guys Josh. conspire. So. Like you probably have a meeting. Like how can how we work was, Tiger Woods into this well, into the episode? Was week? it a was it a text message you sent yesterday, Josh? Oh God, you're gonna bring that up. What was, I shouldn't have sent. It. What was that? It was like Trump uh, patting Tiger on the back okay. for su- supporting him or something like that. He, he wasn't even supporting him. Uh, so, Tiger was asked something about Trump, and, and Tiger basically said, well, he's the president. You have to respect the office of the presidency. So it wasn't really an endorsement of Trump. And then if Trump, of course, runs with this because, oh, Tiger Woods said, respect yeah. the president or whatever. Okay, back so, to the preseason. Yeah. No, so Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, what have you guys – What's any takeaway whatsoever from – the NFL preseason now that it's just about over. And I think the, you know, the biggest question goes to you, Greg, because you're a Cleveland Browns fan. There are, there's a lot of hope you can get good odds. People are betting on them to win the Super Bowl in Vegas. You can go to Charlestown soon and on put your Saturday. Place yeah. Bed. You can go take that bet if you want. Are you pleased with what you've seen so far from your team? I am, especially on the defensive. The offense is still going to be a work in progress just because the, all the pieces haven't been together yet. Like Josh Gordon hasn't played in a game yet. I mean, and he's not going to in the preseason. So who knows if he'll make doesn't it? doesn't matter. Who knows if he'll make it to the. <laughs> right. It doesn't because he, he was out of football for two years and he had like 65 yards in his first game back. Yeah. Um, in like six or five or six catches after two years of complete inactivity it's almost a joke like the, the, the preseason is a joke for these starters like they don't care about it they don't want to play yeah. like they right and they don't think a lot of them don't need to well and, and that's the problem with the preseason it is it is the nfl openly ripping off its fans yeah. that, that's why this is even that's why we're even talking about this right now because that's what it is it's, it, it's a joke to the players it's a joke to the fans it's a joke uh, to the starters right I should say. Yeah. right um, yeah, I mean, I guess so. it, it, it's openly ripping off the fans because we're saying we're charging you, we're forcing you to buy, we're forcing you to buy these tickets. I, it is so. funny though because in this text that I sent you guys the other night, I don't know what the hell game it was I was watching, but it, it was all backups in the game. 
I was watching it. It was whatever game was on television <laughs> that night. I was like, I got to see what's happening. Mm-hmm. Who are these guys? Tell me something about them. Who's the ne- who's like? Is there some up and coming guy that's going to be a you know a, a depth player or a key player on whatever team? I, it's it's football. It's drama. It's there's yeah there's interest. I've made a rule with myself to really not watch any preseason football, but that makes me wonder the following. And we can't talk about this because you've boycotted it this year, Josh. But I wonder if the only reason I'm drawn to football anymore yeah. is purely fantasy and gambling. Uh, I think with a lot of younger people, it really is. I think so, too. I mean, we're not – you wouldn't term us younger people, but, I mean, people that are – Like what you're saying, they don't care, they don't care about who wins kids. and loses. Right. Just care about their fantasy teams. They do. I think that, that's what you – I think they root for players more yeah. than oh, they root yeah. for teams. Like, I will go to a bar – we talked about this all season last season when we did this podcast. I would go to a bar every Sunday, and I'd sit there for four or six hours – because it has all the TVs and you could see all the games, but it wasn't because I'm a, you know, I really want to see how the Houston Texans do. Yeah. It's like, no, I have this player. So I think that's where everything's going. And that's yeah. kind of where it's been. That's why the, the idea that preseason football is still popular kind of surprises me, you know? But, but, I mean, you would think someone has to have a team, though, like a team that oh, you, yeah. you root, root yeah. and cheer for. But, but I mean, to your, to your larger point, we're, we're getting to a point where these kids are now growing up and all they've ever known is fantasy football i mean yeah. fantasy football has been around it's, it's the problem facing our industry the newspaper industry is these kids didn't grow up reading they never yeah they never started That's why reading we're doing stuff like this uh, yeah, right I know. right well i mean they, so who's they, your top they, fantasy they, pick this year they, they just they just never got into the habit of of reading the newspaper lo- lo- like we did yeah. or it was never a part of their lives ever yeah uh, and, and when it comes time to pay the newspaper bill when, when they're adults of course they're not going to do it because they've, ne- they've never done it before yeah so so and, if somebody has, if you guys have the first pick in your fantasy draft, who are you taking? <laughs> so, Sunday night I was faced with that problem, and I do call it a problem. Oh, you were? Okay. I, uh, I had, uh, in a league that I'm in, it, I just realized like 10 minutes beforehand I had the first overall pick. I was actually talking to Alan about this earlier. We went to lunch and we talked about this. He He contends that it's a bad year to have the first pick. It's a good year to have sort of a later pick. So, I had... I mean, in this league, it's a keeper league. So 10 players were already off the board. They were already probably the 10 best players. I went with David Johnson. I was just, that was the name I was thinking. Okay. So I'm wondering if that was, it was Antonio Brown was there, but I went with David Johnson because Antonio Brown kind of screwed me late season last year when he got hurt. So David Johnson got hurt though the entire year last year. Yeah. That was the entire year. I think a running back with a year off coming back. And a star player like him, I think it's a good thing. And he broke his arm. You know, it wasn't like it was his legs. It wasn't anything like that. He just broke his arm. They probably could have played him last year if, if they needed to. They they sat him. I think he's going to have a great year. The what player on the cover of all the fantasy magazines is Todd Gurley of the Rams. Like yeah, he, he wasn't he, available. He, he's, like, he's like everyone's <laughs> top overall pick Yeah, uh, if, if, if everyone had their choice of any player they wanted. Yeah. Uh, I, I play in a keeper league, so um, so not everyone. David Johnson wasn't available because he was – Well, yeah, he, Todd he, Gurley he, wasn't he, available. He was kept, right. Yeah. But, well, if so every, Baker if, Mayfield if, was your number one pick. Yes. If, <laughs> if, if, if everyone is available, who is David Johnson is, is your pick if everyone is available. No. Saying. No, I'm just uh, saying that's who I had to pick because of my right, keeper. But, okay, but but well, was that your question, Josh? Or were oh, you no, saying I like if, his answer. If, if, if anyone's if, if everyone's available, well, now, what, now you can favorite? now you can give me that you're you're number I'd, one. I'd probably go Todd Gurley. I, I just because probably. everyone else, or is, uh, 
says that or is there is there a reason you, you, you say it well i mean the reason that everybody else would say that would be the same reason that i would say yeah, that he's a great right. player and yeah, he's great. probably gonna get a lot of points no, but, but, but but there's lots of great players you could choose from and they're all like 1a and 1b's and yeah. and, and, and stuff like that is, has it gotten to the point, point where you don't take a running back i mean or did, is it back is it know. no did that was it like that previous years and now we're back to taking running backs. i think one. we're back to that like the whole idea the thing that i still don't understand about strategic fantasy players and greg we're gonna be in a league here i from what i understand yeah and well, i was waiting i was awaiting details yeah on, on, i'm still on, waiting on too so but what i think season's coming up one thing i don't understand and maybe you guys can shed some light on this why do people why have people moved away from taking quarterbacks high because i'm i'm still under the impression like tom brady could put up 40 points a week and if that happens, and he's always going to play, you know, and so is is the logic where you can get a quarterback later in the rounds that's still serviceable who will get you enough points? But it's like, what if you can get a great quarterback first? Right. Anybody? I, I, I uh, wouldn't. I wouldn't have a problem taking a quarterback number one. I've never been in that position to do it, but uh, certainly, I think I've had years where I've had opportunities to pass to to draft Brady and I've passed by and he's just you know yeah. been, a, been his typical self and just lit up the league yeah so right um, and, and that was my question too like if he if everyone was available would Todd Gurley be your pick or would Aaron Rodgers be your pick or or I mean I don't know I'm, you know that's so hard for me too and this is this plays into everything Josh thinks about anyway I and when I sat down this was the first draft I did for the year it was on Sunday and like I said I had the first overall pick I was like it's just luck I'm looking at my second pick in the second round, and I thought, well, I'm going to take a quarterback, and Cam Newton was there, and I thought, well, we had a down year last year. Maybe he rebounds this year. I'll run with Cam Newton again. But it's like, who knows? It's the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. You just brought him up. And Tom Brady. When's Tom Brady going to hit the wall? Aaron Rodgers could get hurt the sixth week of the season. It's all luck. People who try to tell you it's not, they're hey, full of it. Greg, who's your number one? Number one overall? Yeah, who would you take? I would take Antonio Brown. Ooh, okay. Why? Because everyone else said that. Just because he puts. I mean, he's like a guarantee. He's like a lock to put up big numbers. He like, single-handedly uh, cost uh, me a thousand dollars last year. <laughs> right. That's why. That's why I would no, because he was on my team. Oh, oh, oh why? Oh, because I, I, he carried me all the way to the final of the league, and the right. pot was a thousand. And then he got, he got hurt. I got one for you. Kirk Cousins. Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I was. Thinking I had about him. It. Yeah. Okay, my and my swan songs fantasy season last year, I had a crap group of quarterbacks that I drafted. I don't even remember who I drafted. I have no idea. But who he was, it was one of them. No, I picked him up as a free agent right after he started. Right after his first start, I got him, and oh my god, he lit it up for those whatever number four or five weeks. Mm -hmm. And I was, it was the, it you was the trucking. greatest. It was like the year I had Cam Newton in his rookie year, who mm. took me to the title one year. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I think he's going to be an incredible fantasy player because from all accounts, he's like 100%. Like, he's back. And he was, you know, obviously the league probably will adjust. Maybe he won't light it up quite so big mm -hmm. every single week like he was for like a five-week stretch next last year. But I think he's going to be awesome, and I, I would absolutely take him number one. Hmm. Just well, to be sort of yeah. like the Browns should have done last year, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. They yeah. had like four chances yeah. to take him last year, didn't they? Yeah, they did, and they passed on him. Yeah, yeah, they could have taken him at number twelve too. They could have had Miles Garrett, who's going to be a great player and who's looked great and worthy of the number one pick. And then they, they he was sitting there at twelve, and 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 they, and, they, and they passed, on, or they traded, they traded down. So what? I mean, and my number number two pick would be Adrian Peterson. 
Yeah. That is said with no sarcasm whatsoever. So no, no. If you have a chance to our, get our him, Redskins let me be serious. Our, let me be serious. Well, you've heard you heard what I had to say about Adrian last week for for all those Redskins fans. But let me be serious. If you have a chance to take him at some point, like late, take him because what's going to happen is that that offense. Nobody has been well. Not that the preseason even matters, but these guys haven't played together at all. Alex mm-hmm. Smith's a new quarterback. Jordan Reed, I don't think, has played in any preseason games. Chris Thompson's coming off an injury. Um, Paul Richardson, who the hell is he? You know, um, <laughs> their number one receiver. So they bring in Adrian Peterson. I would venture to guess that early in the season, like in the first three weeks of the season, he is going to. They are going to ride him hard. They're just going to turn around and hand it to him like thirty times a game. Yeah. Because he did again. He didn't have a training camp. He is like fresh horses. Now he's thirty three, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but they're going to ride him into the ground. I think until they can get. Like a feel and, for until their he offense. Get, until he, what's he going to get hurt or just until worn he gets down? hurt or yeah. he gets worn down? Right. So I wouldn't be surprised oh. if he had like a big couple of weeks early in the season. Well, he already had a good preseason game for them, and, and Redskins fans seem excited yeah. about him. So I, I was I was going to ask: Is the excitement justified, or is it going to be end of September? Really, no, you're going to no, ask no, Josh: no Is the excitement on Adrian Peterson justified? <laughs> what do you think he's going to say? <laughs> Once upon a time, about well, nine years ago, yeah. I was really excited about him. No. I think he's going to have a big couple of games for them to start the season. Okay. He did last year when he got on the field, right? His first couple yeah. of games with Arizona, I yes. think. He played really well. And I remember fantasy leagues, people were clamoring to pick him up. And then the next week he got two yeah. points. And the week after that, he was like negative one. So, Okay. That's there's it, my done? fantasy. There's my fantasy advice <laughs> from so a guy who's not playing any fantasy sports this year. We should go through the NFL and the divisions and pick winners. Are we doing That's that right now? That's what we should do. We're a little unprepared for that, I okay. think. Well, uh, <laughs> we brought up Tom Brady, and, and he, uh, on, in his weekly uh, radio yeah, interview, hung, hung, up. hung up on, on, on the folks up at WEEI up in Boston. Our and competitor. The reason, and the reason why is, yes, and the reason why we're going to have their get, we're gonna have their hosts on uh, <laughs> uh, one week, or maybe even Tom Brady on one week. Um, so <laughs> never know. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> right. About as um, likely as Jason Fraley showing up next week. <laughs> Or or Jeff Perlman or Jeff Perlman, right? Yeah. But um, by the way, not to get off on too much of a tangent, but after that tweet you read last week, where he's like, "I don't care what podcast, I don't care if you only have ten listeners, I'll come on," and then he just ghosts. He won't even respond to you. I'm calling you out, Jeff Perlman. Go ahead, Greg. Well, <laughs> th- th- thanks for that segue. Um, <laughs> he's not coming on the show now. Thanks, Colin. Yeah, football for a buck. I shouldn't have even why'd plugged you, the book you do there. That? Yeah. Anyway. What? What? Pearlman. That's the name. That's of his, the name. Well, of his you book. reached out to Pearlman, and he. he no, it's just didn't, that didn't respond. That or? initial, that initial um, flurry of of communication back and forth was, you know, four or five weeks ago. Now and I haven't heard <laughs> haven't heard anything from him. I haven't received the book. Nothing. Yeah, but have you just reached ghost. out to him again? I mean, I'm sure. Send got, him a link to this episode. Yeah. Send him a link to this episode. Yeah. But anyway, Tom Brady hung hung up on the um, interview on his interviewers at the radio station up in Boston because they were talking about Alex Guerrero. Yes. And the question is, if Alex Guerrero is truly on the up and up, why is Tom Brady so defensive in uh, talking about him? Because clearly something's wrong. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> clearly he's injecting answer. him with steroids. It's right. not because his brother's Chavo Guerrero, who used to wrestle for WCW. No, I'm kidding. I, no, that. But I. It's like that. Tom Brady's being so. What I don't understand about this, it's the same thing that you would think about somebody like a Tiger Woods. If you are going to be so 
confrontational about this or so stubborn, so sort of petty, so dismissive, so everything. How do you not see that that makes you look even more guilty? And Tom Brady's supposed to be the A of A-listers. Like, he's supposed to know this better than anybody else. And he's been acting well, in a way that I think is unbecoming of well, someone. While we also stature. have a president who won't release his tax returns well, and, and won't answer questions. Well, Tom Brady is a Donald Trump supporter, so. Yeah, him and Belichick, right? You would think. But, um, but yeah, it just if. If you have nothing to hide, why why are you acting like yeah. you're? I mean, unless you're, it's, you're, you're hiding something. Sometimes so. the cover up is worse than the crime. Right. Well, that's almost always the case. But maybe unless it's just he knows this stirs up. Anytime he says anything or addresses it, it stirs up all kinds of you know yahoos out there. Everybody starts going crazy about the story and churning all these the rumor mills churning. And but I don't think he ca- I don't think Brady ever well he gets cares it about because that he stuff. because he'll continue to get asked about it if if the if he d- discusses it more and more maybe he thinks if he doesn't discuss it or refuses to discuss it then people will eventually stop right asking well him. I remember during the the Flategate investigation it came out where he smashed his cell phone and everyone's like look he's he's hiding evidence or look <laughs> look he's got something to hide and into and the Flategate turned into one of the biggest non-stories of, of all time it might be the biggest non-story of all time in sports you know how so. about the other side of it though how about the, the side where it's like you know if if this is happening with alex guerrero then fine everybody you know don't be mad because he's ahead of everybody else in sort of the drug game they're, they're all going to catch up to him anyway mm-hmm. it'll all come around like i the, the idea that we can police anything it goes to cycling it goes into every sport it's just to me it's it's a it's a thankless fruitless Situation. I wouldn't be surprised. So we all of those years went by where the NFL was like um, turning a blind eye to what the game does to its players and mm-hmm. the head injuries and the connections between. I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL had uh, some stars that had failed drug tests and they covered it up or they just didn't release oh, the information. Yeah. Oh, of course. Would not be surprised of at course. all no, if we, well, if we mean, find look, out look, that, look, that look at the head issues and That's how the, the doctors yeah. were basically yeah. like sending guys back in the game knowing that something was right. wrong. Yeah, why do we try to think we can police this? Right. Why? That makes no sense to me. Why does it even matter? I hate to. That, I mean, that, that is your theme. That is Colin's theme for today. Like the preseason sucks. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the the NFL's fine. Tom Brady's t- <laughs> trainers injecting people with steroids. Like, it, it, it does. Why police it? It's fine. Let, spending let, too much let, time let, with Josh. Uh, let, let him do it. Let him do whatever don't he care. wants. I don't care. I don't uh, care. I just right. don't care. It See, makes for I'm good. rubbing off on you. Yeah, I feel that's, good about well. Myself. We don't have to say that. Right. Sentence, uh, but. Uh, Colin's attitude is we got all these talking points but everything's fine (laughs) no No, I mean because you want to know what the the things we talked about they're tired to me they're tired like like talking about the NFL is in trouble no it's not talking about Tom Brady hangs up on a radio station so what like uh, these these are all things that we are used to seeing stories on it was you know the Tom Brady throwing a fit because of Alex Guerrero last year that was a story this year it's like shut up everybody you know that, well, that's kind of where I how am. about a, a, 18 game seasons uh, well here's some, some news <laughs> that actually did come out in the NFL yesterday and that was Odell Beckham signing that monstrous that's contract right. with yeah. the Giants thoughts on that was that is that not too early it. too early what do you guys think on, on Beckham I mean 95 million I mean it's it's the price it's the price you pay for the for, for for those types of guys though I mean do you do you, do you want Odo Beckham on your team <laughs> is basically well, the question question you're asking Do you see so. the story today that some team some potential team they're going to trade him to uh, hired a private investigator to investigate his drug use No, I didn't see yeah. that. 
So well, yeah, because he's on he's on video yeah. <laughs> with powdery substances and stuff like that on on so social what? media. Who among so, us? It doesn't right. matter. <laughs> oh no, Beckham uh, the week before a playoff game on a boat with some dudes. Ah, eh, doesn't it doesn't, who's doesn't, gonna, doesn't matter. Who's gonna throw in the ball? Eli's not gonna be there in five years. Eli shouldn't even be there this oh, is, year. Is that the question? I mean, obviously he's going to get paid. What he's going to get paid, and the Giants don't want to lose him. So is that is that the question? I, I think I, that could hurt their uh, chances of locking up Saquon Barkley in three years. I think Beckham is going to get hurt again. I do too, because I, do too. I think as long as he can bend it, <laughs> I think he is targeted. Not targeted. I don't, I oh, guess, he. I think he's targeted. I think players yeah. don't like him. Yeah. Yeah. So. And he, I'm not going to say people are going to take cheap shots at him, but they are going to try to hit him a yeah. little harder than they might yeah. hit somebody else. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if he got hurt again. Yeah. And he's, he's a slight guy, too. He's, he's not he a big is. guy. He's, he's fast he's, as blazes. He's not that big. So. Fast as blazes. I'm surprised you guys didn't want to talk about the U.S. Open. We, we can. Started. We can. Um, it just started. Did Federer lose yet? No. He plays tonight. I don't, think, I don't even think he's played. I don't think he's had the chance to lose. Yeah, I mean, yet. there's really nothing. <laughs> so, there's really nothing to say at this but, point. No, let, let's talk about uh, what you wanted to talk about with uh, the, oh, yeah. the, the the sports book opening. I'm up so excited yeah. about this. Yes, on Saturday. This well, is we'll something I do have, care we'll about. Will have money next week? Is, is, what is, is the question? Well, I will next ask. week because I can't. Unfortunately, I won't be able to go this weekend. But uh, I am all types of wide open next weekend. So. So you're going to sleep I, there. <laughs> I'm going to. They never close, man. Oh, uh, so I just got a press release earlier today about how the sports book at the Hollywood races in Charlestown, Hollywood races and casino in Charlestown, West Virginia, approximately 40 minutes from here, maybe. They're going to open a sports book on Saturday. Uh, members of the media are invited. I was invited because they know that I have a problem. And uh, they targeted me to come. I love how I, I didn't receive this. I was going to say I don't. I, sports I don't know how you didn't receive it, but Joe Theismann's going to be there. He's going to he's going to cut the ribbon on on the sports book if that's a thing. Cut the ribbon <laughs> on the sports book. And I'm really, 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 really pumped about this. Well, really pumped. What are you most pumped about? I, you know, where's most of your money going to go? Well, see, betting on football to me. Have you guys ever heard of the sports book or the sport the uh, super contest out in Las Vegas at all? Well, there's this. Have you? I think yeah. you told me about yeah. it. Yeah. So y- there's this contest that's been going on for I think maybe ten or so years, maybe a little less, maybe a little more. Uh, out in Vegas, you pick five games a week, whichever games you want against the spread. That's it. It's just that simple. The buy-in is $1,500, but they pay out this year. They're going to pay out the top 100 people and the top 100 will at least get, it's like the, it breaks down to $5,000 or more. You have fifteen hundred dollars. No, I don't. No, I don't. But I've always wanted to find somebody or two or three other people who I could go in with, and we each throw, you know, three hundred, four hundred bucks at it, and then we all do it together. I've always wanted to do that because I think gambling on football is a lot more fun than gambling on anything else. Mm -hmm. Do you guys agree? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't know why. I think it's uh, and this is man. This just opens up. Pandora's box about you or know, box. I mean you're going to be able to bet run pass you know it's going to be that's what it's going to be well that's how it's going to be in baseball too and and there's so many and it's going to be easier to do with football and baseball because mm-hmm. of the that's pace of game and yep. yeah breaks in between plays and whatnot I I, I stay I've stayed away from basketball even though I like watching basketball, I've stayed away from betting on it because that's just, I mean, oh, man, that that can be heartbreaking. Not that football can. I mean, you have a three-and-a-half-point line 
and somebody gets an extra point, you know, like that kind of thing. I honestly don't gamble enough to know what the thrill of, of gambling is or how one sport compares to another in, 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 in betting. Well, there so. you go. Greg doesn't care. Just everything we say, Greg, Greg. says, oh, talking point. Nope. I don't care. No. So wrong. I mean, <laughs> well, you, you suggested this talking point and I'm, and I'm happy to talk about I'm it. I'm really so. excited about it. our editor. Chris Kinsler was looking for a 12 game parlay. He wants to play this weekend online. So he's been looking at 12 games. He wants to bet for college football and he's been talking. He's like to a me. freak about college football, right? Yeah. And I don't, <laughs> this was supposed to be our college football preview. It is. Episode. And by the way, this college football preview is brought to you by Applebee's. That's right. <laughs> a, a fine, fine, fine establishment. So, so. Who, who's your sleeper pick this year, Josh? <laughs> Tua Tagovailoa. Is that how you say his name? Close. It so concludes Tua, our college football preview Tua presented Tua by Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. Vailoa. Vailoa. Oh, okay. The correct pronunciation, it's, I believe. That's so. I don't know. I just he's all the only person I've thought about. this Well, ask Josh who's going to win the. The Big Ten East or something like that. I don't even so, know who's in the Big Ten. <laughs> right? Is Maryland in that conference? That, that, that's why we're going to ask you that. Isn't USC so. in the Big Ten? I love college football. <laughs> We've been over this. I love college football. I don't have any idea what conference most of these teams are in. Well, what are you looking forward to the most about college football, Colin? What am I looking forward to the most? I, I, we talk about this. The the whole aura of college football on Saturdays, Saturday afternoon, especially as the weather changes, you get into September, October, it gets a little colder, a little brisker. Sweatshirt weather. Yeah, and you see, you go out to the bar, you see a bunch of different games on, and you know, I, I really everybody like goes that. out to the bar Okay, I'm, I'm never talking about the bar again. <laughs> what do you mean, Saturday? <laughs> but when it's like you... <laughs> every, every other, every <laughs> other Greg day. Greg couldn't help too. himself. But... I love that feeling. I love that feeling of of uh, it makes you feel like falls here, even if you hate fall, which I do. Greg, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wait, wait, it's just unbelievable. Wait, you love college football because it makes you feel like falls here, but you hate fall. <laughs> the only thing you like about it is football. Uh, I don't know what you don't understand, Greg. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what do you like? Hates Thanksgiving for? food. I hates do. Fall. I do. Hates foliage. Hates foliage. Foliage. What are you looking forward to, Greg? Fall, probably. <laughs> See if anyone can beat Alabama. See, Al, see if see if a surprise team could jump into the mix. I mean, you, know you, what? you got your Alabamas, you got your Clemsons, you got your Wisconsins, your Ohio States. Can someone else jump into the mix? Maryland. Do you think? No. Do you think that it's that? This, even though the SEC's teams may be the strongest teams when it comes down to it at the end of the year, that this this committee will be comfortable putting two SEC teams in the Final Four again. Oh, I think so. I think. That or do you think they'll be like, oh, we're that. tired of hearing people complain? No, I think they'll always have a reason it's, to it's do that. It's just like the NFL owners. They'll listen yeah. to people complain about the preseason all day long, and they'll, they'll, never, <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll never change it, we've, we've yeah. uh, concluded. I don't, so. think, I don't think that's going to change either. I think it's yeah, just think that's it's ingrained. There could be four SEC teams. <laughs> they, they think that that, co- that conference is the best conference, yeah. and that's where they the, the gap, most of I think teams. the gap is clearly closed in recent years. But Yeah, I agree with that. But, I mean, outside of Alabama, name the top. SEC team, <laughs> Auburn. Uh, I mean, well, Georgia, right. Georgia, uh, Georgia, yeah. Georgia. Well, yeah. I mean, we, I, we. I'm saying this on on the heels of an all SEC national championship right. game yeah. uh, last last year. So yeah, Georgia will be really good. But but people would put Clemson and maybe a couple Central other Florida above. above. Right. Yeah. Here's a story to watch though. Chip Kelly. 
the return of Chip Kelly. Yeah. Will you guys care about that? I mean, the games are on too late. It'll be interesting uh, to see. Yeah. Is, to see Is he truly cut out for the college game more than he is the NFL? I, I think he's a good coach. I don't think he forgot how to coach once he got into the NFL. But, but, but maybe the college game uh, is just – some guys are college co- Rick Patino, John Calipari in, in in basketball. They're they're just college coaches. I mean, Brad same. Stevens. No, <laughs> uh, yeah, who's who, he's he's been great. He's been just great. Just making on both sure levels. you guys yeah. were awake. You guys look very disengaged right now. Both. Yeah, of I you. just I wish I would have uh, spent more time preparing for college football discussion. Yeah, just, let's let's go let's go around the horn. Who wins every conference? <laughs> 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 who do? You, <laughs> Who do you like in the MAC? The East, the East MAC. <laughs> Man, it would be great if we had a college football team in Frederick, though. Wouldn't it be great if Mount St. Mary's had a college football team? Yeah, or even <laughs> like how? Look, I mean, well, <laughs> look, I'm not at the risk of bashing on Hood a little bit. I, I don't mean to do this. Why the hell do they have every team under the sun? They have every sport in the world they offer, but they don't have a football team. What would they be though? They'd be like Division Four. They'd be D three. Just like basketball, mm. but they have everything else. They don't have a football, don't have a football field. Football well, for local college football fans, let me say that I've heard good things about the Shepherd College football team. Uh, yeah, uh, a D two uh, program. Mm-hmm. Uh, they return um, most of their kids. They have a young quarterback, but they return most of their kids. And I think there's four or five Frederick County uh, players. Normally there is uh, down there. Uh, Logan Carey of Oakdale. Um, uh, the Walkersville coach uh, Joe Pol- Polis, his son Josh is is, is there. Uncut alum. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Um, Speaking of this, aren't you doing a football uh, preview on the final score that you should plug? We are. Uh, when is that? Uh, this week. Uh, we're recording it uh, tomorrow. High school football preview on on the final score podcast. We'll have uh, most of the sports staff and and, and Kyle McFadden of. Uh, well, who, I didn't get invited. Do you want? Do you want? Do you want to join? Yeah, I follow Oakdale football like no other. Uh, that's that's what I thought. So. Um, their but coach, you, their soon-to-be coach, DJ Durkin, is <laughs> getting fired know, up. Kurt Stein's a pretty good coach. I'm right. not sure D- Durkin would replace him. So, so we'll have our, uh, our staff members and, and Kyle McFadden, who covers football across the state. So we, so we look forward to that. So. That'll be good. Tune in. Yeah. Um, what else do you got? How about the Nats? Really? Okay. How about the O's? This is, like the, this is like the Tiger Woods discussion. How about Tiger? What do we want to say about the Nats? The Nats are done. Yeah, you think they're, they're done, done with a month ago? What are they? Eight and a half out? But they're, yeah, I mean, that, that's, there's probably too many teams to jump over uh, for them. How about look? Monday's Labor Day. Th- that means this is the end of the summer. Do you guys have? Because we d- we spent a lot of the summer not together. We had a, a rotating lineup of people. Uh, the show was much better for it because whenever I wasn't here, the ratings went up. Because we do have ratings. Don't talk about ratings. <laughs> not true. <laughs> so. All summer, there's a lot that happened all summer. What do you think is the biggest sports story to come from the summer? That is a good question. Yeah, um, you're hitting this hard. I, well, I, I spent well, most well, of my well, summer ignoring sports because I was on vacation most of it. I really liked watching the final of the World Cup at Bush Waller's with our producer Graham Collin. Is that the biggest the story of the summer, though? France winning the World Cup? Well, no, I said your favorite. Oh, favorite. I thought okay. I said favorite, okay. at least. That's what I meant if okay. I didn't say it. Okay. Anything that stuck, like the demise of the Nats probably made you pretty happy, Josh. I picked them to win the World Series. No, that's right. 
Right. Now, the whole, so, the so, ne- so, so next year at baseball prediction time, whoever Josh picks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, steer clear. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Orioles, that was the story of the summer for okay. me. It was finally seeing them unload and being happy that they did it. Who knows how the hell it'll shake out. I was going to say, this promises yeah. years probably of a yeah. losing team. They are one of the... Um, one of the guys they got for Britain from the Yankees system is actually going to start tonight, which is Ooh. Tuesday night. So he's the first guy that, uh, well, of the arms of the pitchers, I think that they've that they picked up is going to start. He's like a left-hander. I think they're hoping he can be that left-hander in their rotation because they don't have one. <laughs> is anybody so from the Keys going up before the end of the season? Um, but maybe not the Keys, but but we're we're keeping our on local product Brandon Klein uh, down in Bowie, who's who's pitching well in relief, mm-hmm. and will he be part of uh, when the rosters expand? Will he be? Will the Orioles is, call him up? That was that's this week, right? We were talking yeah, about this last September first, I think. Yeah, uh, I think rosters expand. Will Brandon Klein, a local pitcher, who went to Thomas Johnson High School? Will, will the Orioles give him a look on, on the major league level? So that would be fun. Haven't had a major leaguer, I think, since two. 2000 oh, i'm gonna get the year wrong <laughs> but uh i think it's 2003 i want to say you might have to go um get a credential to go down there. you could be jeff goldblum down there Did, <laughs> I, I, well, I haven't told that jeff story goldblum. on air have no, I? Jeff goldblum. Have yeah not, so uh so. so this was years ago we would we needed to go to an oriole game for some reason there was a do you remember what the what the story was i don't uh, we needed a credential to go to an Oriole game because somebody local was being honored at there or something was happening with a local person. It's the only reason we ever go down there anymore. And um, I contacted the Orioles and uh, was like, hey, I, we need to get a credential for this reporter of mine. <clears throat> and they said um, something about, would it be Jeff Goldblum who would be coming down for us? And I was like, who the hell is Jeff Goldblum? And they were like, well, what, that's the last reporter's name we had on file for you, um, for your paper at our at our stadium or whatever. And I'm like, so there's been some guy named Jeff Goldblum <laughs> or saying his name was Jeff Goldblum who works for the Frederick News Post who had probably been attending God knows how many Orioles games and sitting in the press box. Um, that's great. Who, know, who knows if that happened? That's but I was great. like, I hope it happened. <laughs> I was like, please remove that name from your list. No one has ever worked here by that name. Are you sure they just didn't? Maybe it was Stan Goldberg. No, I, 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 that's oh, what I, I thought I, it was. I mean, yeah. that's been the running joke that, that Stan okay. had been secretly attending right. Orioles games. <laughs> that's uh, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, right? Yeah. So, so people uh, are going up to Stan like, how were, how was it in hey, Jurassic Jeff. Park? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. So. So that's okay. You're gonna go O's. I'm gonna yep. go World Cup. I might. Also, I mean, I. Uh, watching the charges in the two majors from Tiger, I really like too. Just to make sure. <laughs> I was I was going to say Tiger Woods getting back into contention yeah. in, uh, in in the majors in golf. Uh, what what is my favorite sports moment of the summer? Um, Johnny Manziel starting in the CFL. No, Bryce Harper um, winning the home run derby. That was a good moment. We had the All Star game locally. The home run derby doesn't matter. Teach part of your phrase. I don't know that it's I'm not a, an actual sporting I, I event. I honestly don't have. I don't. I don't have a good answer. Neither that, is tennis. Question, so. <laughs> you don't have a good answer. You're the host, right? Make something up. He's like Baker Mayfield's ascension is probably his okay. favorite moment. No, the Cleveland Indians. I mean, they're playing fine, but I don't know how much of a contender they really are. How about LeBron so. going to L.A.? Was that my? You're talking about my favorite <laughs> sports moment of the, of the summer. You're I, acting like there were no sports moments. Not, the Warriors no. winning the title again. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, winner. <laughs> Greg's very excited well, about winner, this live yeah. question. Great. Yeah. This is thanks, host. You're welcome. We'd like to welcome on our guest now, Jason Fraley. <laughs> An hour in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
So that's it. Next week. Done. Next, next week. week. Do we? Are I, we sure? I am not sure. It's a shortened week. I remember. I am not sure. But next week we will try, uh, and continue to try. And we will be better prepared, and uh, hopefully, in case that it doesn't pan out. I mean, we'll have a week of college football to talk about. Yeah, we'll 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 uh, we'll have more topics to discuss. It's a slow time of year, and and we just found out today that our that our show got derailed a little bit. But that, that's okay. We could have so. just not taped today. Well, and what we would have, what we have talked about tomorrow. There's two more days of news. Watch what will happen. That's true. Yeah. I couldn't. I was here, and I'm not. I'm, I wouldn't be here tomorrow. So, we had to do it today. How about Thursday? I don't plan to come in here until <laughs> you're gone on Thursday. Try to avoid you as much as possible. Favorite sports movie, Greg. Favorite sports movie. Give him a little preview for next week with Phantom Jason Fraley. A favorite sports movie. Um, good question. You saw the list that he okay. produced. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Raging Bull. Got three stars from Greg Swatch. I think yeah. four. I, oh, no, no, no. Raging Bull was one of, one of my lower rated yeah. uh, cl- classics that you guys uh, <laughs> uh, had me had me watch. So I liked it though. I just, not that I didn't like it. It's just it like that. The Hangover Two, five and a half stars. Raging Bull Two. <laughs> right. Um, favorite sports movie would have to be. Let him think. Colin, what's yours? This is so great. Every time we ask Greg a question, got nothing, and I today. got nothing today. Well, you're asking me, mate. Like, you're putting on my spot for like favorite things. Okay. That's true. Well, I Colin, mean, if you, you ask me one. any favorite things, I, I'm going to go with Raging Bull. I'm probably going to even though I know that's not on his list, it was on something else. I would definitely say Raging Bull. But I will also say that I loved The Wrestler, so I was happy to see that in his top ten which we will talk about. Also a sleeper that's not on it, which I want to ask him extensively about is a movie called Sugar, which I think I brought that's up That's been broached online with him. Okay. So he will be prepared for that. He is definitely ready for any and all arguments. Okay. <clears throat> He's, well, good. He knows his stuff. I went, I got it back in, in a back and forth with him last night. Not a back and forth. We're in agreement. It was a Twitter conversation we were having about the Field of Dreams because somebody had shot holes through the plot and recently mm-hmm. on a podcast. And people – crap on that movie all the time yeah. and i that's that may be my favorite that's sports your movie. favorite sports movie yeah greg i would my <laughs> i'm still thinking guys Rob major Bubba, league Bubba, play play major leagues major that's leagues very there, good right? yeah um i like i like bull durham i was gonna um, say yep. bull durham bull durham i like I, I love happy gilmore even though that's not considered one of the like greatest movies ever oh uh, that's I, fantastic i, 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 love and I hate that golf movie. so yeah the mighty ducks I, I've never even seen that. Rookie of the Year. That's not a good movie. Moneyball. That's on the list. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. They're all baseball movies. There's though. lots of, and he talks about that. There's lots, yeah. he knows there's lots of baseball movies. Pride of the Yankees. Base, baseball, more than anything, probably lends itself to storytelling. Boxing, so, I think, um, more yeah. than anything. Well, bo- boxing, boxing and baseball. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're two like storytelling sports, so it's easy to make movies off of the storytelling sports. Friday so, Night Lights, football. It's on the list, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Seen or to be seen? Oh, I can't wait for this sports book to open. That's uh, Saturday. Like I said, not this weekend, but next weekend. If either of you are, are you off next weekend? Um, probably not. I'm probably working Saturday. Either day, Saturday uh, or I'd Sunday. Be off, I'd be off Sunday. <laughs> oh, you're gonna but, be down there. But that's right? the dude. Sunday's the opening of NFL. I'm. You no, know Thursday where. is. Well, the first Sunday of the season, I will be on my couch ne- next, all day. Next week, we'll we'll find out that Colin moved out of his apartment and moved into a back <laughs> he's, room. Met, he's moved living into in a, a cardboard car- box. But no, no, no. He moved into a back room at the sports book at, at, at Charlestown. 
So I cannot wait for this. I cannot wait. You're gonna be there Saturday. You said Saturday or Sunday. So what? All or day. Friday, Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. He's not. I'm not. Leave. I'm not leaving. It, it's twenty. It's honestly twenty four hours. Yeah. Yeah. You can just not. I have trouble sleeping anyway. That's dangerous. Right. So um, I'm gonna say. go. I'm gonna go. Scene. I, I saw. Finally, I saw the Revenant. Oh yeah, you texted. So I. That. I was. Um, the bear scene. Man. Yeah, I was at home Sunday. That came on FXX. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I got to rewind this to the start. So I hit the back button and started it from the beginning because it was like already halfway through it. Oh, my God. That movie. Uh, I mean, I was blown Tough away. Tough to watch. Tough to watch. Tough but to watch. but um, you didn't want to stop watching because you – and it was like you knew what was going to happen. Oh. You knew. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I didn't read a lot about that movie when it was out other than the fact that I knew he had gotten mauled by a bear in the movie. Which Spoiler. That, and that scene, I, I mean, that was just a crazy scene. I have no idea how they did that. <clears throat> but um i think they did yeah. it with a bear yeah i i, I like whatever. a declawed bear I have or no something. idea yeah i don't know um but yeah you knew Ask what was going to happen <clears throat> you had to keep watching to see how it was going to happen that's yeah. at least the way i felt about it and i saw it got some people blistered it pretty good online and said they didn't like a lot about it but i was a big fan well it got him the oscar got him finally. the oscar and so. and i don't know you know he completely earned that the the idea that you would be so uncomfortable out in the wilderness and cold shooting a movie for that amount of time yeah. and and uh, the emotional weight of the storyline and all of that stuff. Incredible movie. There, there was some way about that, the the bear scene and the way it was shot. There was some like, I don't know if they ever told the story of exactly how it was shot, but they sort of, when it came out, there was sort of a wink and a nod between the director and DiCaprio, like how they shot that. So I have to look, um, so, have to so, look into I, it more. Again, the movie's been out. It came out so long ago that I would have to, <laughs> I would have to see if it's actually been revealed. It's three how, years. How, how they shot it. Yeah, it was three it, so. years ago, um, but 2015. I will so. say I'm. I will, I will say I'm looking forward to the start of uh, the college football season. I mean, football is is back officially. So uh, so our, our our fall weekends, the season that Colin loves so much, uh, the fall. <laughs> so um, two um, more fantasy drafts. Colin, do you have a pumpkin spice uh, candle in your? office i do not i i'm getting you one. Oh man did uh i wrote about pumpkin spice beer last year you remember yeah. that yeah that i'm not a fan of pumpkin beer beer not how about what about pumpkin spice natty bow since i got you back on definitely natty not. bow definitely not like you could always just like dump some nutmeg in a natty bow and <laughs> probably be the same thing i had a joke i won't i won't make it because this is a fan, it's a family, not a fantasy podcast. <laughs> a family podcast. This episode is definitely not a fantasy <laughs> podcast. So we're gonna wish it was. Yeah, exactly. We're wish it was. This was so much fun, and we still with nothing to go on. Really, we still almost with went this, an hour, done went an hour. zero preparation yeah. as usual. As you, we yeah, have rambled on for an hour. <laughs> I'm so sorry you listened. Wasted our listeners' time. Yeah. Close to an hour. So thank you for being. Uh, for bearing with us, I should say. Bearing, like the bearing. And, be, and, be, and being yeah. with us, right. And, and if you have any questions about our official college football preview sponsored by Applebee's, please email aetzler at newspost.com. And we'll be, slightly, we'll be slightly more prepared next week, although probably not much. Well, so. if Jason's on, we're going to be three weeks worth of prepared because we thought we're we were getting in the last three weeks. Yeah, right. So thanks for listening, everyone. Just another sports podcast. Let's go to Applebee's. Applebee's. <laughs>